Good day, ladies and germs. This is Tales from a Nobody, episode four, and I am a nobody. Thanks for watching so far, all the episodes. If you've, if you've watched the episodes before, and I hope you have, because I don't really like new people watching. Um, <laughs> what can you do? You can't stop people watching, can you? But never mind. Many thanks. Any questions, suggestions in the comments, as usual. Anything you want to ask, I'll try and answer it. Uh, Jim and Ali both send their love. Both are well. Both are cool. They watch the episodes and luckily approve. So, episode four, Strummy Strummerson. Strumming the guitar to make it sound like Crane's songs. Sounds a bit weird. It's not a bit weird because nuances are everything in playing. Now, Jim does the majority of the acoustic parts and guitar rhythm parts. Not all of them, but the majority... So his idiosyncrasies of playing come through. And there are several traits to, to Jim's playing that make it Cranes, that, that make it him. And they're all really cool. So we're just going to go through a few now. I'm going to do it all on the acoustic, even though some of them are electric and some of them are on the nylon string. Uh, let us begin. Uh, Jim will have a few traits like pulling off of whole chords like this. Going major to minor. A minor to suspended type chords. You'll, you'll hear that through a lot of Crane's themes, Crane's albums. You'll hear it quite a bit. So you'll take a song like uh, Shining Road. Starts with a minor, uh, minor to major. Now it's tempting to play when you play the intro because you get the drum rhythm in the background, the percussion rhythm. So it's sort of tempting to go... Um, but it, if you listen, it doesn't do that. It's straight. It's way closer to Spanish playing it's done on the nylon string acoustic so you'll get that and you see i i sort of do it at an angle because it gives me a, a longer run down the down the strings that that sounds weird but if you go from I sort of go, and also you get, if you play back here on a guitar, or here, you'll, 
get completely different tones out of the guitar. So by doing that, I get this down here and that up there. So it's, it's pretty straightforward, minor to major. And when the when all the other instrumentation kicks in, you'll get uh, the... You'll, it, it's just a straight minor chord, but you'll get a trait that Jim does a fair bit, which is often hammering on. So you'll get the part that goes... Another little trait of Jim's is there's a very quick change in there. So technically, that's it's sliding from a C uh, from. But Jim won't change a chord if he can slide a chord. So you're, you you might get people trying to play this or go. And change to that whole chord, but that's not what happens here. He'll slide it and it's a very subtle thing, but when you listen to the record, you'll understand why that is what makes it sound like Jim playing. So minor to major. That will lead into things like uh, everywhere. So E minor, A minor. But again, it's in the nuance. If I play it really slowly. interesting song everywhere because the strumming pattern doesn't really change but you mute you mute the strings to get a rhythm because it goes on to the backbeat and you notice my right hand all the time is just going whole time. So that's, that's cool. The whole 
thing shifts onto the backbeat, but it's all done just by muting what, what you're doing. But again, we have very... Those hammer-ons and pull-offs on chords. Now those, listen to the songs, it will then sound like a crane song. What else have we got? Uh, everywhere still. Uh... The end part, straight, straight chords, straight playing as you hear on the record. Go for it, tack the strings. Sounds great. Shining red jewels. So we can move on to something like jewel. So again, you get that, or you could even go, let the whole chord off. It, instead of, So you get that same sort of motif, completely different song, but the same nuance, giving it that special little edge. In the distorted part of Jewel, Again, you get that slide, that C. Sliding up to the D, not changing to the D. Doesn't sound right. So once again, don't change a chord when you can slide a chord. That's the motto of the episode. So if we go back a little bit to something Wings of Joy, Thursday, you see the beginnings of that. That's minor, whereas in something like Shining Road, you've got minor to major. Or in some crane songs, it'll go major to minor. Jim will also go minor to suspended. So on a song like Thursday, it's all based around that A chord.
suspended fourth. Good old A major. Suit you. Major chords are rife in music. Minor suspended are a lot in Crane songs. That's a. Uh, Good, because that's quite early on, is in Wings of Joy. Yeah. So you can move on to, let's go through some more strong pans. Something like Sunrise off of Future Songs, Capo on Second Threat. Jim will use Capos quite a bit because he likes, if I can get the plexus around the right way, he likes to get those open strings. So with Sunrise, we get. So again, quite a lot of the techniques in there, the Jim Shaw patented, not patented, techniques where you get the whole hit and then slide, hit and then slide. And it doesn't matter, the strings are all ringing. sliding chord shapes so you could sort of go that's not right at all is it ah triad I love it how I decide that I'm going to work things out whilst I'm doing the podcast rather than think about it before I do it but you know you got to get a bit of fun out of life haven't you so there's a lot of techniques in there. Sliding chords, hammering on chords. Beautiful. Let's move on. We're steaming through this one, aren't we? We. Angel Bell. Now, I've got to do Angel Bell because I've got a tour story connected with Angel Bell. And I, I hope Mark remembers this, if Mark is still bothered to watching these episodes. Uh, Angel Bell... Same techniques again, slightly different. Lovely open strings again. Capo gives you that ability. Lots of 
mm. letting go, hammering on. That'll give you more like what a Crane's song will sound like. That'll give you the nuance to make it sound from you've learnt the song to now you can really play the song and make it sound like the Crane's record. There's something, there's something quite nice about that. Fulfilling, shall we say. Anyway, tour story. We're playing this on the Population 4 tour. Mark was Mark played that part until he left and then I took it over. And Mark started it. It was a sold out show. And Mark and that's what Mark started playing the intro and everyone was silent. And it's quite a long intro. When you listen on to the record, it carries on longer than you, you think it carries on. Mark was playing it. Everyone was quiet. Everyone was listening. And the capo was a bit loose. I'll have to simulate here. And he got almost right to the end of it. And the capo went... And it fell off. And it hit stage and echoed just like it did then. The funniest thing ever was the room remained silent and Mark in a complete normal volume voice but it seemed to ring out across the hall because you've got all the mics on the stage and everything Mark just went oh Capo's fallen off and he picks it up and then went And he just started again, and it was it was really really funny. It was really funny. Just his oh, capo's fallen off. Brilliant, brilliant memory. It always makes me laugh when I think of it. And he just started it again, and everyone was silent. The band didn't say anything. The audience remained silent, and we just carried on with the song. Silly little story, but yeah, I like silly little stories. We're almost at the end of this episode. It's a short one this week because it is. And it serves a purpose. It's not me just rambling on. Uh, Jim's finger-picking style, especially as the albums go on, the late the later albums, he uses a lot of finger style and less pick style. And a typical one is something like Tangled Up, where you get... <clears throat> where you get... up so Jim will you Tim Jim Tim Tim Jim 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 not Tim Tim does play guitar but he's mainly a sound engineer but Tim I don't think Tim's ever played this I don't know why I'm talking about Tim Tim doesn't play this Jim plays this he will he will roll these three fingers his Jim's got this brilliant technique of better than mine but so 
if you listen to a lot of songs on future album future songs onwards Jim will play a lot of songs where he does that three finger roll by holding the bass line in the guitar with his thumb he'll do it quite a lot at the end of Tangled Up you get the phrase that goes When Jim recorded that, he replaced all of the strings on the guitar with all the thin strings. So the whole guitar was thin strings and they were all tuned up. So it's a very toppy, twangy sound. Now because of that, I don't do, when I when we play that live, I don't do that bit on the three finger roll. I try and stay on the top strings. So I alter it very slightly live so that it goes. And get those toppy strings and there's no bottom end strings to clash with what Jim's playing and it sounds a little bit more like it did on the record because it'll be a bit silly to carry a whole guitar re-strung with thin strings just to do that one part on that one song it wouldn't be used anywhere else um, so that that's it really strumming techniques hammer on chords hammer off chords uh, three finger rolls in a classical style crane strumming techniques on records this has been Tales of a Nobody and I am a nobody <laughs> <laughs>